I V M. Welcome to All Things Policy, a daily podcast supported by Pragati, a flagship media initiative of the Takshashila Institution. We're a bunch of policy nerds based in Bengaluru, and we like to bring a fresh perspective to Indian affairs and an Indian perspective to global affairs. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us for today's chat. Hello and welcome to another episode of All Things Policy. My name is Arjun and I work as a research analyst at the Takshashila Institution. And I have with me Mega, who is also a research analyst at the Takshashila Institution. Hey Mega, good to see you. It's been a long time. Hi Arjun, good to see you too. Yeah. So before we start, I just wanted our listeners to know about our graduate certificate program in public policy. The applications for our next cohort are now open and we offer courses in the field of technology policy, defense and foreign affairs, and also advanced public policy. Please visit school.tadrashila.org.in to know more. So today we are, again, uh, every time Mega and I do a podcast, we talk about something related to technology and then we go on to talk about what China is doing in that field of technology. It's been a, a, it's been a recurring theme for our podcast episodes and I guess today is no different. So Mega, how does it feel after a while we're talking about Chinese tech and uh, it seems like nothing has changed, right? Yeah, first of all, I'll never get bored of talking about Chinese tech. There's always something happening and it's, you know, either it is small or some grand narrative or some other, another part initiative, but it's an interesting topic. So I don't get bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's never boring with the Chinese. So um, uh, today we're going to be talking about something interesting that uh, one, of the, one of the projects of the Chinese government, uh, it's called the National Computing Network. So generally in the information age, right, the concept of computing power and the ability to handle large amounts of data especially in short intervals of time, has become of utmost importance. And states and governments have been actively investing in raising the bar for ensuring that they have the required capabilities for computing. So in that context, actually, I have been working on a document related to computing and Mega has been working on a document related to computing. So we thought, why not just come together and talk about uh, the Chinese uh, National Computing Network, uh, which they have decided to start in their country. Yeah, so let's get into it. Um, so Mega, what exactly are the main objectives of this project? I mean, is it, um, do they have any specific objectives or is it just similar to like other Chinese projects which are grandier in their name and in their, uh, the way they uh, market it, but no one actually knows what it is? Does this have something that can be of credible information or is it just the fact that we have to kind of speculate like everything else? Well, let me start with something. All Chinese plans are grand. No plan is just to no regular. (laughs) Even if it's as simple as, you know, I don't know, building a road from one place to another, it has to be a grand visionary plan conceptualized under the great so yeah, like other plans, this is also one of those uh, grand plans, but there is also some substance to this. So before I talk about object to it, just uh, a little introduction to what this project is. So basically a national computing network is where Chinese leaders and uh, makers are trying to conceptualize a network of data centers and you know computing clusters 
that will be interconnected and that can be leveraged when it's needed. Like for example, they have planned several data centers and computing clusters in different parts of country on eastern and western side. And the plan is to connect them uh, via internet and uh, or maybe an intranet and then use that. Like for example, data will be processed in one place and uh, the com- actual other computations will be done in another place or maybe data will be collected from one place and uh, processed in another place. So that's kind of a rough overview. Now under this project, like under this project, the key kind of element here is this data from East and computing at West project. So National Computer Network is like one of like, you know, as a larger umbrella kind of thing. But under that, one key project is this data from Eastern Computing at West. So as the name says, in the Eastern side of country, there will be data and it will be computed and processed in the, on the Western uh, side of country. Now, interestingly, they have, they have named it because they have like few key objectives here. First is to increase overall computing power in China. Second is to promote green development. Third is to have uh, effective investment, like expand the investment from eastern side to uh, western side of country. And then also promote the regional development. The reason, uh, like now this, you know, on surface, these objectives seem like, like, I mean, why, what does green development has to do with computing? But basically what they're trying to do is computing needs a lot of power. But even uh, so that power basically, which is consumed, should be consumed so that it does its uh, carbon uh, footprint is negative or neutral. So like that, there are different objectives. Yeah, interesting. I mean, um, they kind of uh, bring together a lot of uh, different things into every single project. Right? I mean, green development, I think I remember talking about this even with the standardization plan. Yeah. Like, how, can, how is even green development related to standardization? And of course, uh, they have to put in uh, their uh, objectives and make it clear that uh, they're trying to achieve what they're trying to achieve. But again, this is very interesting. Like, uh, when I was working on my paper related to advanced computing, I saw that many other countries, especially in the West, right? So they also have their own initiatives like the Euro HPC project in Europe and the National Quantum Initiative in US. All these are aimed at kind of uh, creating computing clusters or increasing their computational capability of the uh, state itself. So what I wanted to know is with respect to the Chinese network, uh, the Chinese national computing network itself is the fact that has this been tied into any of their other major projects? Like, let's say I, I saw that there was some relation between this and the digital economy or uh, some relationship between this and the EV market or something like that. So has this been already conceptualized into like a broad network of different projects or is it just a standalone thing wherein it's kind of used for uh, one specific purpose? So officially, Arjun, the project has just an objectives. It has not been directly kind of, you know, tied to any other project, but that is the official version. But if you look into objectives and go into details of, you know, what they're trying to achieve, you'll see a clear resemblance or clear connection to different, different kind of, you know, their projects and plans. Like, for example, they have announced the first stage of this project, they have announced 10 data clusters and eight computing power ups and they're in different regions. 
are like from Beijing, Tianjin, Hubei region to Ningxia, Hui Autonomous region. So this, like, you know, the establishment of data centers was also one of the goals of their big data development plan. Because they wanted to, like, because Chinese government wanted to increase their, you know, big data processing capability. So there was also initiative to, you know, establish these data centers and computing clusters. So this, you know, complements that. Then again, the goal to increase computing power is because they want to create a national digital economy. Basically, they want to digitize a lot of things and move over to this all the processes to digital uh, platforms. They'll need a lot of computing power to process that and to achieve that level of efficiency. So, of course, computing power is going to help there. And then there's also this three-year action plan for development of new data centers that also ties up with this national computing network. And then there are other goals, like not which do not map directly, but if you kind of, you know, stretch into it, you can see the, the goals are largely aligned with the 14 five-year plan goals. Then there was this plan for development of Western region, like Western region, which is uh, largely undeveloped or I wouldn't say undeveloped, but underdeveloped as compared to the eastern region of China. So this again aligns with that and it's directly actually mentioned in Golik. Or when the objectives of this you know, data from Eastern Computing Invest project is to promote coordinated regional development. That is directly related to the plan which aims to develop Western region. Uh, then again, green energy goals you can see. And largely, then there is also uh, implication for military modernizations and uh, industrial internet plan. So these are just few which uh, I could, you know, directly see and highlight. But if you kind of you know, read into other projects and, you know, other sort of plans, you'll see that all these plans are kind of, you know, interconnected and maybe some part is named something different. But ultimately, they're just doing the same thing. Yeah, I don't want to say that this is some kind of, you know, grand narrative or plan because that would, that doesn't, it doesn't happen like that. But you can see that the focus areas are those who, uh, which will just, you know, complement each other, not directly and will won't cut into other areas. Yeah, that's definitely there. I mean, it's more or less kind of integrating different systems into one. And maybe this is the project which they're choosing to kind of uh, bring together uh, different areas of at least some kind of overlapping to exist. And this can kind of and computing power and computing capabilities required in any area, right? I mean, at least in the current uh, digital age, it's just data, handling data, processing data is just required for any and every uh, sector. So I guess that's their way of kind of bringing it all together. Yeah, so before we continue, let's just take a small break and we'll be right back. Welcome back. We were talking about the National Computing Network plan of China and uh, what it kind of uh, entails and how it can maybe revolutionize the digital economy and of China itself. So uh, Meka, also there was this one question I had, right? So uh, you talked about building computing clusters and data centers and stuff like that. So when PRI was initially conceived, right, the Bed Road Initiative, it was 
no one actually knew what it was. Um, some people said it was infrastructure. Some people said it was just development. Some people said it was technology, infrastructure, development. So like with respect to the computing network, right? So is it is it just solely based off on building certain centers like data centers or is it is like is it just infrastructure development in terms of technology driven infrastructure development or um does this have even kind of a technological drive to it? It's like have they gone into improving how and how they uh, can like build on their computing capabilities? Have they kind of maybe developed new kind of techniques or technologies with respect to high performance computing or quantum or anything like that to improve what they have? Or like, is it just the fact that they want to harness what they already have and process what uh, data they're, they're generating? And that's why they're just building these infrastructure uh, related projects with respect to com- computing. Yeah, so some details are, you know, still fuzzy. It was just very recently announced. But uh, whatever I have kind of you know, read so far, primarily it seems like they want to build, uh, you know, new infrastructure, especially in the Western regions of country, or Western and probably maybe Central also, uh, because some of the data processing centers uh, fall into Central region. So primarily it feels like an infrastructure drive. But then again, the objective of projects and then there is, you know, also next stage mentioned. So next stage of project, they have mentioned that they want to uh, connect internet facilities and then accelerate data exchange. They want to support technological innovation and integration, you know, cloud. They want to do cloud network integration. So I think there there is also a plan to kind of you know aggregate existing capabilities as you mentioned. But then again, this kind of you know implementational details are still fuzzy. We'll have to right. in the coming days or maybe months or I don't know maybe right. even in years. Uh, right. we'll, yes, we'll definitely. I mean, we, it's always like that, right? I mean, we kind of uh, they see a certain phrase which. We can spot in one of their official documents and everyone just has to um, just speculate on what it might entail for the next six months until they actually release a specific government like document on it so that we actually know what <laughs> what they yes. actually mean by it. But yes. yeah, anyways, um, finally, I just wanted to know about the role of the private sector itself, like the domestic private sector in China. We know that the technology uh, growth with China has kind of uh, been provided in the last decade or so has been due to the impetus of the private sector itself. Like there are technology giants like Huawei, Alibaba and others uh, who are involved, who are actively involved with the state and the government in kind of uh, pushing technological projects through. So has there been any kind of indication from any sort of technology giant within the country that they are also involved in this project and that they are actively working with the government on anything related to it. So, I mean, with any project in any tech-related project in China, I do think there is other option with, you know, entrepreneurs and tech industries to not support Chinese government's project. But even beyond, you know, government coercion, the big tech in China or even the, you know, startup 
what the whole tech ecosystem in china has always leveraged these projects to uh, you know further their own development i would say so even in this project there is a possibility that it will give impetus to a lot of industries to uh, move to probably west westwards and for example if a new data center is being opened then the surrounding uh, it will give an impetus to other industries which uh, depend on data processing and computing to you know set up their shop nearby or basically you know move their operations there maybe outsource so uh, of course it is uh, if this is implemented as it is envisioned it will be a beneficial for the whole ecosystem also uh, there is a support for example uh, some of the tech delegates which are also like you know tech industry representatives are also delegates to uh, national people's congress and chinese people consultative conference that is cpcc they have announced their support for this project and they have uh, declared that they will also set up you know data centers under this under this project they have also announced that they'll do some green ai kind of thing basically green ai is also there is this you know common rule of thumb is whenever you see green ai or green tech or green that kind of thing what they mean is that net carbon footprint would be either negative or zero so you know ai green ai would here then mean that they want to implement or you know develop an ai system which has negative carbon footprint or a zero carbon footprint then there is also media reports that chinese tech giants like uh, tencent holdings and huawei and alibaba have promised to have some you know cloud network or have their own data computing centers as announced in this computing network so again these are like you know, media reports of promises and announcements but so far i haven't seen any uh, you know a robust kind of your know, financial commitment or uh, announcement of oh, hey we actually did this kind of you know evidence but let's see in the, the time will tell yes definitely i mean um, from what i understood i think this project is more or less kind of meant to create like a grid like structure wherein there is an equal distribution of computing capability across their mainland and as you said right they're shifting some of their operations to the west which has not been um the western part of the country which has not been technologically or developed yet and uh, it remains to be seen if even the tech giants are uh, you know okay with shifting their operations uh, to some of these areas and you know continuing uh, forward with that in infrastructure the projects so yeah i mean so it's better to talk about this before than uh, after they do it so i think whatever we said today at least maybe 10% of it comes through in the uh, next 5 6 years so let's see hopefully they they stick to the uh, stated objectives of the plan itself and we'll see how that goes so uh, thank you mega for joining me uh, today and it was uh, it was really fun uh, talking to you about all things china tech related thank you so much arjun thanks for inviting me Thank you. See you guys in the next episode of All Things Policy. Bye-bye. If you liked our show, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can tune into them on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcast.com, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow IVM on social media. 
The handle is at IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And hey, if you'd like to dive into Takshashila's research on technology, strategy and economic affairs, check us out at our Twitter handle at Takshashila INST or our website takshashila.org.in.